Hello, everyone. This is another one of those episodes that I'm doing without an official intro because none of the pre-recorded intros that I have really fit exactly, but it doesn't matter. So I'm going to be talking about morning routines because if you follow this podcast and if you know me in general, a lot of people would say that I have a very good morning routine. I'm very disciplined. I'm very consistent. My morning routine consists of a short meditation, getting out and seeing the sunrise, doing a workout, and then eating breakfast essentially um, before work. And I mean, I basically do the same routine every day. I've done it this way for, well, you could say two years. You could even say four years with a little bit of variations in how I do it. And this is actually why I wanted to do this episode because I was thinking about how my morning routine has changed over the last few years. Because in, well, was it 2020? I mean, 2020 was when I really got into an early morning um, morning routine. I kind of started getting into this whole path of self-development and self-improvement in about 2018 or 2019, but in 2020 is when I uh, really got hooked on an early morning routine. And it's interesting because I'm, you know, I, I feel like when I was a kid, at least, I was an early riser in the sense of, yeah, I would usually get up at five or six in the morning. Um, you know, never really stayed out that late. Then in my 20s, I feel like I kind of had that thing where I would go out late occasionally. And even on like the weekdays, I would like go to bed at midnight and maybe wake up at 7 or 8 a.m. Kind of like normal stuff, you know, like not like the way a lot of people do it, especially when they're in their 20s. It's like you're not waking up super early, you know, you're whatever. And um, then in 2020, I, for numerous reasons, started waking up very early, started waking up around 5 or 5.30 and then even pushed it to 4.30. Um, and then actually in 2021, I had a period where I was w- waking up at 3.30 every day for four months, which I've talked about on this podcast. This is way back in the Keep Talking archives. Um, and then I kind of explained at a different point why I stopped doing that. Um, but I want to talk about the differences in my morning routine from 2020 to 2023. We're now midway through 2023, and I'm always making little adjustments. Some of the key things remain, uh, but always, you know, making little adjustments here and there. And I do think that a morning routine, uh, well, most successful people will say, you know, yeah, it's it's my morning routine, my daily habits are what got me to where I'm at. And, you know, with me right now, I'm in the best place I've ever been in my life, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Now, on a, on a daily basis, I'm not saying my life is perfect, but it's better than it ever has been just in terms of my energy levels. And I attribute a lot of this to my morning routine. And so things have been good. Now, huge difference in my life. Um, well, the huge difference that exists in my life between now and 2020 is that now I am I am single and there are no children in my life. So let me back this up a little bit um, to 2020 because 2020 was a very interesting year for myself as it was for many of us because, well, it was year one of the pandemic. Um, and so at the time, I was living with my ex-girlfriend and her son. Um, he was about, he was five at the time. And there was a lot going on, uh, obviously. Uh, in addition to the pandemic, I was working at what at the time was a new job, which was a very stressful job for me. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I had a lot more responsibility in my life for many different reasons. Um, a big part of it was, you know, I had been um, with this this girl, this ex-girlfriend of mine now for about a year. I had met her son, you know, almost a year ago when he, I, he was four when I met him. He was, you know, five in 2020. We had been living together for a little while. Um, there was a lot more responsibility on my plate than there ever had been, just essentially being, um, you know, you could say, well, let's call it like a stepfather at the time, right? And, um, you know, being in that relationship and then, you know, having a more, let's call it a more important job, definitely a more stressful job than I had ever had before. And um, just, just a lot of stresses and a lot of changes at the same time. And then all of a sudden there was the pandemic that came on top of it. And so 
at that time, God, I felt like there was something important I was just about to say, but I couldn't remember what it was. Anyway, so um, at that time, 2020, like a lot of stress was happening um, kind of all at once and just things that I wasn't ready for. I certainly grew a lot during that year, um, just mentally and emotionally. And so the reason that I had uh, I, I started going to this really early morning routine in 2020 is because I found that it was the only way, especially once the pandemic started and everything really hit the fan, I found that it was the only way that I could have any me time during the day, and I found that it was the only way, really, that I could get things done that I considered part of just my own you know, personal well-being, namely, you know, exercise. Exercise is probably the biggest thing. Like I would advise people, if you're going to give up all of these other little things I talk about, like whether it's meditation, journaling, seeing the sunrise, these are all very important things. Exercise, I would probably, if you've only got time for one of those things, go ahead and make it the exercise. I mean, it depends. I suppose it depends on the person, but um, ultimately I think physical fitness is probably the biggest first step most of us can take to get off to a good start with our day. And so I kind of learned at that time, like, hey, if I'm going to, I've got this stressful job, you know, um, I have a child in my life and, you know, I love him obviously and I still love him, still see him occasionally, even though we we broke up more than two years ago now, uh, his mom and I. But... Um, you know, it's, it's stressful. Anybody who's a parent who's listening to this knows the stresses of, of being a parent, right? And so I found that with my job at the time, with everything that was going on, the craziness of the pandemic, um, and then with having essentially a family at home, we were living in a small apartment together, um, that that was the only way. The only way that I was going to be able to get any Sean time was if I was waking up very early in the morning. And it started around 5 or 5.30. Um, and it was interesting because at that time, what I would do is I would wake up and I would, like, we couldn't go to a gym, at least kind of for a period there during 2020, and I would go to a park. You know, everything was shut down. I would go to a park and I would do push-ups and pull-ups and and, and jump and body weight squats on the basketball court. Anyway, and the good thing, the one good thing about Minnesota, especially, I remember summer of 2020, you know, the sun comes up really early here in in Minnesota in the summer, around like 5 a.m. And so I would wake up at 5 and, you know, go out there and do my stuff, come back within an hour and, like, you know, do a short meditation, my work workout. And then by the time I would be back, um, sometimes I don't like to mention their names in this podcast because I don't like to get it too, too personal, but my ex-girlfriend and her son would then be kind of waking up and we could have breakfast and start the day. But that was my me time. Right. And at the time, you know, I, I kind of started, I was waking up around five. Then there got to be a period where I started setting the alarm for four thirty, just cause I realized, you know what, I need a little bit more time. I need a little bit more time. Um, and so I would actually say that this might be the biggest key difference. Well, no, the biggest key difference between my life then and now is that now I'm single. And back then I essentially had a family <laughs> and it was a father figure on a day-to-day basis. But, um, but in terms of like my morning routine, maybe the biggest difference between then and now is the fact that now I generally don't need my alarm to wake up. Not very often. Back then I was waking up with my alarm every day. Um, you know, I was waking up at, you know, for sometimes I would set the alarm for five, sometimes 4.30, but was waking up very early to the alarm. And I would get probably six, to maybe seven hours of sleep on average, somewhere between six and seven. I was usually in bed by 10. Um, and that was just the way that we needed to live at that time. And it was something that worked for me because in spite of all the stress, I was able to, it, it helped me manage. You know, when you start the day off the right way um, with a good workout and doing what you need to do, you know, it puts you in the right mindset for the rest of the day. Now, the the drawbacks of this, and this is actually the same reason a year later, um, you know, why I stopped doing the 3.30 wake up, which I had gotten into for, well, 
some of the same, but also different reasons. Is just because when you when you do that, you do get tired and you do get worn down when you do it over and over and over. And that's the thing about the society we live in, especially here in the U.S., is that most of us are to some degree sleep deprived. Like here's the deal: if you're waking up to an alarm every day, you are sleep deprived. Like that's the way I <laughs> that's the way I, I I qualify it. It's like okay, well the alarm is waking you up. It means your body didn't sleep as much as it wanted to sleep. You are sleep deprived. And which is why now, for the most part, there are there are maybe, well, long story short, right now I actually am waking up at 5, two days a week to work out with a buddy. We work out at 5.30. The other days I allow myself to sleep typically till around 5.30. That's when I naturally wake up. Um, but to make a long story short, nowadays, nowadays, I set my alarm for 6.30 most days because that would be the absolute latest I would want to wake up. Like I wouldn't want to actually sleep past 6, 6.30. That would be bad news. Um, but I typically wake up naturally usually a little bit after five. Like if I go to bed around 9.30 or 10, I'll wake up a little bit after five. Like, I, you know, seven, seven and a half hours of sleep for me seems to be about what my body naturally wants without needing an alarm. And I'm not sleep deprived, okay? And this is one of the big differences between now and then. Now, obviously, it's easier for me now being a single man. Um, you know, I don't have as many responsibilities in my personal life. I do have a lot of responsibilities with work. I have basically the exact same job that I had at that time. I do more. I do personal training now on the side. I do this podcast. So essentially, I have a few more responsibilities that you might call professional, but much less personal responsibilities since I live by myself currently. Okay. Now, the like I said, there are some pros. There are some good things about waking up to an alarm that early. You're highly productive early in the day. You, you know, it gets to be eight or nine o'clock and you feel like you've accomplished what everybody else is going to accomplish throughout the rest of the day and they're still sleeping. The problems come, well, then you, you're just totally fatigued later at night. You know, like at that, back in those days, once it hit like 6 p.m., I would like eat dinner and I would just be a zombie for the rest of the day. I was staying awake, but like could barely do anything to the point. And, and I say this very seriously, like I could, I could say it in a joking way, but I want to make sure that some of you understand kind of the seriousness of this topic, because if you're in a relationship, especially if it's with a person that maybe has a different sleep schedule than you, your partner, um, I would strongly consider, just, just take into consideration how it can affect the relationship if you want to start waking up extremely early. Because I am convinced that that this was a big part of the reason, you know, me getting on that super early morning routine. It was part of the reason that my girl, my ex-girlfriend eventually left me. And there's a long story, as with all relationships, you know, there were a lot of different factors involved in this, okay? But anyway, at the long, to make a long story short, um, you know, she left me. She ended the relationship without going into too many details in March of 2021. Um, and so... You know, this, this was this was part of it because I had gotten so into this early morning routine seven days a week that I just then wasn't capable of, you know, going out and, well, let's call it partying, you know, going out and doing some fun things with the family, you know, particularly her family that wanted to do things on the weekends at 10, 11 p.m., you know, midnight, whatever. I, I literally just couldn't do that. My body just could not do it. And I talk about that on this podcast occasionally now is how now I am back where I occasionally do go out, you know, like to a nightclub or whatever on the weekends, but it's still, it's like it takes 
takes me way out of my comfort zone because like my body wants to wake up around five or five thirty and be in bed at 10. And so, you know, when I'm like for me to go to a nightclub or something, I literally have to have like a big old cup of coffee at like 9 p.m. That's the only that's that's what keeps me awake. And then you get in the club and like the loud noises and music, um, you know, and the bright lights keep you awake then. Right. But like if I'm in an environment without that much stimulation, like my, my body starts falling asleep by 10 p.m. Right. And this is something that started to create a rift in our relationship. And at the time, I didn't realize how serious it was going to be because I thought, well, no, what I'm doing is good. I'm, you know, getting myself up early every day. That way I can be as productive as possible, do my job as well as possible, manage the stress as well as possible. So there's pros and cons. But like I said, you have to factor in how that's going to negatively affect the relationship. Because if all of a sudden you're waking up early every day, but you're not willing and able to do certain things late in the evenings that your partner might want to do, your relationship's fucked, buddy. <laughs> Take it from me. I'm sorry. I just have to say it like that. And, you know, without getting into too many of the details, see, okay, it can, it can be like sleep deprivation causes a lot of health problems. I don't know at the time, but I'm pretty sure that my testosterone was probably low. I've had my testosterone check recently. It's very good. Like I said, I'm in a better position with my physical health right now. Um, and, um, you know, yeah, like I had my testosterone check recently. I know it's good. It's a big problem for males in particular in our society. Um, and part of it is sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation hurts all of our health markers, including testosterone, libido, things like that. And at the time, let's just say that, um, you know, I was struggling in sexual performance because of not sleeping enough after having gone through so many days of waking up at 4.30 in the morning, right? And this can be another, you know, there are people who do this, There, like I said, there are people, maybe they're more super powerful than I am, that I know that have been waking up at 4.30 or earlier every freaking day for all of their lives, um, and they appear to still be in, they appear to still be in a good, healthy relationship with their spouse. Maybe it's because their spouse does the same thing. Maybe it's because they're truly among that sleepless elite that only needs five to six hours of sleep all the time and they're good. I don't know. But the point is, for most of us, we have to be very careful with constant sleep deprivation, okay? Because when we're constantly waking up to an alarm at a time that's, let's say, one hour to two hours before our body truly wants to wake up, it's going to catch up with you in some way, usually, okay? And I know there are some people, it's a tricky debate because sometimes I do believe in this whole like mind over matter thing. And I know some people who kind of just, you know, look and act like superheroes that don't need much sleep. But, um, you know, for me to speak to you as a general audience, um, be very careful with sleep deprivation and with always needing to wake up with an alarm because it can have a lot of negative effects on your physical health and then also damage your personal relationships in different ways. And so that's actually probably the biggest difference between now and then. So now, you know, my morning routine, what I do is I'm typically waking up without an without the alarm like the alarm is set for 6 30 but my body will naturally wake up you know between 5 and 5 30 okay now right now it's summer so actually the first thing that i do um well it's kind of funny actually because i throw on my blue light blocking glasses okay um and blue light blocking glasses are something i feel is more important at night but i do actually put them on in the morning too um just because theoretically the first light that we want to hit our eyes is like the natural light from the sun this, which resets our circadian rhythms helps our hormones has a great effect on our health so i actually i wake up this is probably not even the best way to do it most people be like whoa 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 no technology till two hours after you're awake yeah, yeah i know but what I do is actually I start brewing a pot of coffee, which is also not technically the best thing to do right away either because technically you should wait until at least about an hour after you're awake to have your coffee. That way you don't spike your cortisol when it's already spiking another long 
long nerdy story but anyway i do put on a pot of coffee let it get brewing and i post our podcast because the podcast publishes officially at 3 40 a.m every day now so i post it to all the platforms i post it on share it um then you know i'm doing my little duty you know you know brush my teeth and all that crap you do get my coffee ready get a few glasses of water i do start off with just two large glasses of water and then i also fill my water bottle which i'm going to use at the gym for my workout and right now, since it's summer, it's warm outside, um, what I do now is I take my coffee and I bring it with me and I go sit outside on a bench overlooking the river where I watch the sunrise, okay? And I'll usually get out there by about 6, right? And I watch, because usually I, like, I start work at 8 a.m., you know? And I'm, you know, I'm like most of you. I have like a regular corporate job where I'm basically, basically in the office. It's my home office. I work from home, but basically working from eight to five most days. Okay. And so I'm, you know, watching the sunrise around six, I'm sipping my coffee, you know, and and actually currently I'm not really journaling. I used to journal a lot. I find this um, particularly effective, especially like if I'm in the winter and it's like, it's still dark, you know, um, and, you know, I, I don't go outside yet because it's freaking negative 20 degrees out here in Minnesota. But anyway, um, I'm not doing really any journaling right now in the mornings, but I am doing just a short meditation out there while watching the sunrise, essentially just sitting out there doing a little bit of box breathing, which is kind of four seconds inhale, four seconds hold, four seconds exhale, four seconds hold. You know, nothing super fancy, just five minutes or so while I'm watching the sunrise, okay? And, and I would say this is another one of the big differences because there was a time during 2020 where I was doing some guided meditations, you know, like before I would do my workout, let's say I would get up at 4.30 or 5 and I would do like either a guided meditation or even there was a time I was doing a group meditation um, via Zoom with, um, you know, with a guy I know he's been on the podcast before, Andres Mejia. Um, and that was kind of cool, but those meditations were long. They were like 30 to 60 minutes, you know. And I, I'm an advocate for meditation in general. I am. Um, do I necessarily think that it's necessary to do it that long? Eh. I still do a long one maybe like once a month, honestly. But the rest of the time, I just kind of do like a five-minute little short uh, you know, box breathing just to kind of get my breathing under control and just to remind myself to kind of be grateful for the day. But it's not like a long meditation, really. At the time, I was doing longer meditations and then actually, you know, probably like 30 minutes meditation and then one hour of exercise on average. Now I've shortened it to where what I do is I just kind of do like a five minute meditation while I sit there. I begin sipping my coffee. And then since every day I post stories on my personal Instagram that are related to fitness, mindset, motivation, that's when I start posting my stories so really I'm not even I'm not even like that reflective these days you know or well no I guess I am but I'm not like sitting there meditating journaling keeping things to myself I'm pretty much just like posting and sharing what my thoughts are for the day because I've gotten to a point where I'm like okay yeah I could keep you know sitting on a rock meditating like a monk for years and years and years but like if I'm just keeping all those thoughts in my head and if I'm not sharing anything with anyone then what's really the point you know because like the thoughts in meditation come and go you know yeah gratitude blah 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 you know you got all these wonderful thoughts that come into your head but ultimately I feel that action needs to be taken very quickly and even if that action is just sharing your thoughts with someone else or hopefully the however many people are watching my story then it's more useful so like to sum things up i would say that part of the day it's more as opposed to just like um internal meditation and journaling as opposed to like keeping all of my thoughts to myself i'm really just kind of getting out there getting started just sharing my thoughts for the day and sometimes it's just sharing fitness tips for example and then i'm just going straight into my workout after that 
you know, and my workout usually lasts, oh, let's call it 40 minutes on average. This is another big key point. If you want to work out with me either in person, if you live in the Minneapolis area or um, online, I can make it so your workout programming is very efficient. You don't have to waste an hour, an hour and a half every day to get in the best shape of your life. Hit me up for that. Anyway, but um, so my workout is not super long. It's mostly weightlifting. I also run some sprints every now and then and do some mobility work. Um, but, you know, so I'm doing the workout usually from like 6.30 to 7.15-ish, you know, and then from 7.15 to 8, I simply come in and eat breakfast, and then I'm ready to start work at 8. And typically breakfast, I go back and forth. Um, it depends on what exactly I'm working on with my fitness, but right now I've been doing it's well it's pretty much always a fairly high protein breakfast just because um you know it's always after the workout and duh you want to get some protein after your workout now with that being said i don't use any protein powders regularly i don't use like whey protein or protein shakes that often i eat almost all whole natural foods um so that typically involves well i've been having some liver again occasionally some beef liver but that involves things like eggs um meats cheeses um, sometimes I'll drink whole milk and then sometimes I do throw in some carbohydrates, you know, like some fruits, some oatmeal, um, you know, maybe English muffins or whatever for breakfast. But anyway, you get the point. It's just a, a whole foods breakfast that usually has a decent amount of protein and, you know, some, maybe some carbohydrates and fat as well. Um, and then I just get ready to work. And then I do have another cup of coffee usually when I start work. So I'll have, you know, let's call it two to four servings of coffee per day. I'm not, among, among all the people on here that talk about like perfect health and everything, I probably drink more coffee than they would recommend. I mean, I probably, probably 300 to 400 milligrams per day. They tell you not to drink more than 400. Like, like one standard cup of coffee will have like 100 milligrams. And I do measure the amounts of coffee I put in my coffee typically. But the point is I drink like almost kind of like the maximum amount of coffee that they would tell you to drink. And I mean, I don't know. I, we could debate the pros and cons of coffee all the time, but I think in general it does me good. Um, more, more good than harm, if you will. So, yeah, I mean, I just kind of wanted to go through that. I think that pretty much covers everything that explains the key points about what I do every day, which is, you know, wake up and like, yes, I'm, I'm not, while I do post this, the podcast episode and I do post the other stuff to, uh, you know, my personal Instagram, I'm on my phone, but I'm not in like response mode. Does that make sense? I'm not responding to other people. I'm not like responding to the WhatsApp messages I might've gotten while I'm sleeping or the Instagram messages. I'm just posting my content in which my content is theoretically, hopefully helpful for some of you that listen and follow it. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's get up, it's do a short meditation. It's see the sunrise. It's do the workout. And this changes a little bit based on the time of year. Like in the winter, I kind of have to do the workout first and then see the sunrise after because the sun comes up so late. And yes, I do see the sunrise even when it's super cold. But anyway, just, just to like reiterate the big difference, I would say now versus, now versus 2020 is actually I meditate less time. It's just a short breathing session to kind of get me in the zone for the day. It's nothing super elaborate. Um, and I, 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 I sleep a bit more. I sleep between seven and eight hours on average now as opposed to like six or six and a half. And I think that's done very well for me. That's, that's helped me. It's allowed me to go and be a bit more of a normal person in the evenings and do th some things a bit later in the evenings with some more energy. Got a date tonight, the day I'm recording this podcast. <laughs> uh, sometimes I share too much personal info on here. But whatever. You don't even know what day I recorded this, so it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, I mean... Um, like I said, uh, the biggest thing now 
is I try to, in general, not wake up with an alarm. And I'm not sure if I'll ever go back to waking up with an alarm regularly. There may come a time in my life where I feel I just have to. There may come a time where I feel it's the best thing to do. Because like I said, we can debate the pros and cons of that. We really can. Me telling you now that I don't do it doesn't mean it's necessarily the best thing. There are some pros to waking up with an alarm, even if it is waking your body up before it's ready. I mean, some of you are just like probably thinking like, how the hell can I wake up without an alarm anyway? Like, I have to go to work. And like, if I didn't have the alarm, I would just never wake up. <laughs> what are you talking about? But there are others of you who like know what I'm talking about where it's like, oh, yeah, well, naturally my body might sleep till six or seven, but my alarm wakes me up at 530 or whatever your case may be, right? Um, so we could debate the pros and cons of an alarm, and I'm more than happy to talk about that at some other time. I've talked about it on previous episodes before, but uh, yeah, I think that pretty much um, summarizes the differences. And like I said, this morning routine is not all like there's not just like a one size fits all. It's not all like you know roses and positivity all the time. I mean, it's um, you know the way I'm doing it is certainly not like perfect. Everyone has to find what works for us, and we also make little adjustments based on the time of year, what stage we're at in life, you know, things like that. But at the end of the day, I do think that a morning routine is is very important um, for oh, success. And right now I define success by how I feel physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, which is better than ever on average. So, And it's also leading to some other successes, um, you know, more professional success, more financial success, more relationship success, I think. So, yeah, I'm on a good path. Hopefully you guys can get on a good path too. Anyway, hope that was useful for you. Love y'all. We'll talk soon. Peace.